0: Hi, welcome to Talking Payroll. My name is Tracy Angwin. In this podcast, I speak to Sarah Morehouse from Equifax, specifically regarding how employers and employees can protect confidential payroll data when sharing it with financial institutions. It's a really interesting uh, innovation globally and something that Australian employers now have access to. I hope you enjoy this conversation that I had recently with Sarah Morehouse. Sarah Morehouse, welcome to the Talking Payroll podcast. Thank you. <laughs> now this has we were having a joke before this has been a long time coming I'm really excited to talk to you today um, just to hear what you're what you're doing in the payroll industry but initially I'm interested how you actually got here how did you find yourself in the payroll industry
1: oh you know what inadvertently is what i'm gonna say to that it's definitely not somewhere where i'd set out so um really it's through the equifax verification exchange product i've landed myself in this fascinating world and i think now i have a much deeper appreciation for those in the payroll community and the complexities to what goes on in that world but um yeah purely i mean obviously i'm I head up the employer services side of the verification exchange, but the service that is offered is to, to benefit and support the payroll community and that's how I've ended up here.
0: Yeah, great. I mean, it's a pretty standard story about how to get into the payroll industry. I'm yet to find anyone, and please let me know if anyone's listening to this, if you know anyone who actively uh, <laughs> chose to come into the payroll industry because I really want them on my podcast. Um, <laughs> You what were they talk? thinking? Wow, I, I can't wait to meet that person. It's going to be very exciting. <laughs> I've had a few people that have come close um, and certainly on the podcast. I had uh, one gentleman I had on the podcast a couple of years ago. His mum worked in payroll and he went to work with her. And I've had that twice, but that's as close as I can
1: get. So it either so, runs in the family or you fall into it.
0: Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Most of us fall into it, including myself. Now, you mentioned verification exchange a couple of times in, in that Um, I'm actually I wonder if you could explain what is a verification exchange
1: yeah sure so it's um, an Equifax product that's been released and in the market now approximately two years and what the product is focused on is around the protection of employee data specifically employment income so this is the data that is shared with financial institutions when you or I or, or anyone or any employees are going for a type of finance. So that could be um, a new phone, for example, a mortgage, if you've got your million dollar deposit, um, a car loan, and we'll complete the financial application process with your lender of choice. And often one of the first things you hear back is, OK, can I please have X number of payslips to validate employment income? So the verification exchange really hones in on this process and actually removes the need for individuals or members of the payroll team to facilitate these requests and inadvertently share this really sensitive information in paper form, over email or over the phone. So it protects it, makes it automated and speeds up the process from when the information is needed to getting to the third party. So it's probably given the... The news and what's been happening of late it's really probably more and more relevant and going to resonate with more people because as we've all come to to realize even more so recently there's some really bad people and bad actors out there that want to get their hands on this payroll data and we need to protect it so that's what the verification exchange does.
0: Okay so we, we will I will certainly get to data security but um in terms of The actual process, I mean, I'm thinking banks must love you, especially with, you know, (laughs) I I imagine that high incidence of of manipulated and fraudulent payslips. But what's the benefit to employers?
1: Yeah, sure. And yes, banks do love us. Um, But the benefit for employers is is a few, to be honest with you. So first of all, their employees are, are doing this process at the moment. So that is going into their payroll system, whatever system it may be, downloading their payslips before they get to the payslip um, download, it could be a case of, hi person in payroll, how do I access this? Can you reset my password? I don't know how to do this. Can I have my latest information or even can I have a statement of service? So there's those requests coming in and then the onus on the individual in payroll to find a safe way of sharing that information to the individual or facilitating a request from a lender broker aggregator to access that information. So I guess there's the operational efficiency and removal of that risk of sharing of the information. Then there's also the advantage of the employer to give back to their employees and, and feed into this financial wellness, well-being component. So they're providing their employee a vehicle to safely have their information shared from work workplace um, computer or whatever system that they've got to the end destination safely. So not having to use email and things like that. Um, and then also in addition to, to that, so there's the risk, there's employee benefit, there's um, operational efficiencies. There's also the ability to just make sure that they are feeding in and, and really safeguarding the way in which data needs to be managed and many of the changes that we're hearing in the market. So um, I'm sure everyone is is across this already but there's the privacy um, review taking place and submissions have already gone in place. Now naturally changes of government there's going to be probably a delay on this and and when the submissions and, and reforms take place but the onus is starting to lean towards the employer in terms of safe mechanism of data transfer and how they're supporting their employees so the benefit is that they can get ahead of the game with this and use something that adheres to the Australian privacy principles both today and in the future
0: yeah right it's super interesting I mean you you've already spoken uh, the elephant in the room of course is uh, is is data security. I mean, it's a big topic. It's been the big, a big topic in payroll for, well, a, a, certainly a big topic for the last year, but obviously since the um, the uh, Optus data security issue, it's um, affecting more than, more than just payroll. But it is a similar type of data that's, um, that's, that seems to have been um, accessed. You know, we, we're seeing more and more cyber attacks. Um, in terms of I'm interested in your views on what the key risks that employers should be thinking about in
1: relation to sharing employee income data. Yeah, sure. So one of the biggest risks is, relate well, relates to rather, um, inadvertent disclosure. So how much, okay, so these requests come in, let's take a step back. These requests come in relating to employment and income information. The requests come in either to the employee or in office, many cases many different industries to the actual payroll team how much is too much mm-hmm. data to share what is relevant what is not relevant and then importantly how do they share that information who are they sharing it with and do they have permission to share that data
0: mm.
1: so as i mentioned and and you've spoken to it data protection is so prevalent and it's been prevalent for a number of years but i think People are starting to get more and more familiar with it. And we're starting to understand how savvy these criminals are and these bad actors that want to get this data. So if we have ABC Bank calling in or ABC Bank sending an email request to validate information, how do they know ABC Bank is in fact who they say they are? They have an Australian credit license and they have permission to share this data. So already people are edging into tricky territory. That you know processes that they may have in place or they may not have thought about and areas of, of risk that they you know whomever is facilitating the request needs to think about in addition to their day job where they're already busy doing multiple different things mm. um, this support of sharing information whether it be to the employee or to the outside world has not necessarily been, been thought of before um, and typically isn't part of a job description um Mm. so it normally is just something in addition to the everyday busy life that's taking place um but they're some of the pitfalls that people can fall into quite easily and there's many cases where it is you know that people have fallen foul and awful things have happened yeah look
0: I mean I get it like these these scams are getting more and more sophisticated it used to be you know you could recognize a scam because you just have a look at the 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 um the email address of the sender and it was some like you know rubbish email address so yeah that was fine but they're getting more and more sophisticated and even my team I mean we had a situation a couple of years ago where someone in our accounts team got an email from me and it was from my actual email address to her actual email address and it requested a payment of you know some tens of thousands of dollars to Stop a it. certain a certain you know to pay an invoice or something an urgent request and actually I said to her she sent it to me and she goes is this you and I said no it's not how did you...? and she said I didn't think so and I said how did you know it wasn't me because it looked exactly like it came from me and she oh, wow. said because this person said please you wouldn't have said please <laughs> <laughs> thought, oh my goodness me um, I probably would have said please but anyway um they're getting more and more sophisticated in fact I was I was reading an article um that talked about it was uh, that was estimated in 2021 that 80 percent of companies have suffered a ransomware attack um with over well, the estimated 80 million dollars in email scams and many of these emails end up in the payroll departments i mean the common one is can Mm -hmm. you change my bank account Yes. Um, and and that's probably the most common for payroll departments but what can employers do to protect themselves um from those types of email scams
1: i think it all relates to going back to the source um and really you know understanding as in your example that the internal person went back to you and said can we talk about this something doesn't feel right and i was actually out on the road with um a SISO, of so security information officer recently and he used this wonderful an- analogy of always having your antennae up and always if something doesn't feel right and knowing what checks to do, hovering over the email, looking at what the information is asking, knowing that you shouldn't be sharing information. I think having those foundations in place um, are really fundamental, but then also looking at the controls internally as to who can access what, how they can access it and it be shared. And so where I'm going with that is absolutely there's um, You know, we're talking about sophisticated people that are wanting to get a hold of this data, but um, there is also another category to think about, and that is um, rogue employees. The, the type yeah, right. that, you know, want to add an extra zero onto a payslip or want to download additional information and maybe change something or maybe friends with someone in a different department and will send that information. So looking at the access and control points and, and who has what, what can they do? And I'm um, just making sure that there's that awareness that, you know, not that culture of, oh, this person clicked on this risk, this um, email, shame on them.
0: Mm, flipping it the other
1: way and going great you've highlighted something or you recognize that something is right brilliant thank you we will now action this yeah absolutely
0: no i i I agree i think that that's a a really important um thing to to take that judgment away i mean my highly skeptical um you know accounts manager almost fell for it Uh, i think anyone I, i think anyone can be forgiven for um for for these scams i mean i see that you've got Partners um, such as Tambler um, and, and payroll systems. I mean, h- how do you work with payroll software companies and time and attendance companies? How does how does that those par- how do those partnerships work?
1: Yeah, really, um, a number of different facets to the, those partnerships, and it's around um, supporting, educating, and really trying to block this gap in the process. Um, so you know, already pay slips and how they're sent. You know, most organisations have that. Um, have that in process and they know you know within 24 hours the pace that needs to be prepared Um, but getting them to really lift the the bonnet and actually understand that there is this particular gap that exists how do they get information from personal to um, sorry from work to the outside world so that's where um, lots of our partnerships um, start but then also in the likes of Tumblr um, working with these partners to actually enable them to offer the Equifax Verification Exchange Service out to their customers. Now, this is probably a point where I'll say um, not only for the partners that we, we do support. You have mentioned Tumblr. You will also see um, Frontier. We, we announced them, gosh, I think 18 months ago. Um, this solution is offered to the Australian market. So employers, employees um, at no cost. And so it's something that we're wanting to lift the bonnet, make them aware, but also extend out to the wider Australian community um, so they can really plug this gap and and protect the data and make it safer.
0: Yeah, okay. So you talk about no cost to the employer and the employee. I mean, what is the business model? If employers and employees aren't paying, someone
1: has to. How does the business model work? Nothing's for free nowadays. No, that's and if you right, are, you're right. suspicious. <laughs> that's right. <Here's> my question. <laughs> um, well, you mentioned at the start, um, the banks must love you. So if we think about the yeah, Royal right. Commission and some of the fallout um, and the fines, they typically related to um, anti-money laundering, counter-terrorism financing, and the lending associated with that and some of the due diligence checks that were done relating to lending and, and that risk. So as we're, I'm talking about a manual process for an individual and an employer, it's also a manual process for a financial institution or lender or whomever it may be. They're getting all these different documents and they're then filtering through the documentation to determine income and employment. Now Australia is so brilliant in terms of the different employment types and statuses, you know, we've got FIFO workers um, in and out of Perth going to, well, they used to go to Bali. Um, It can be hard for, uh, you know, pay slips over three pay slips to really show the different earnings, award Mm. rates or other incentives that they may get as part of that arrangement. So it elongates the process, not only for the individual, but also for the banking community. Now, naturally, when they've got someone completing the application process, they want to make it as smooth and as safe and and quick (laughs) as possible. So this solution provides them accurate information in a um, standardized format straight from source with consent. So if Mm -hmm. there's no consent to have the information provided, then no information will be shared. So there, it's already ticking a lot of boxes and falling in line with many of the APRA requirements that they now have to meet in terms of responsible lending. So as such, long story short, what that means is that they um, pay to access the information in this way. But mm-hmm. in terms of um, what it means to them, as I said, that's safer, um, more secure information, more accurate information, time-saving, um, it also means that um, they can actually secure lending more lending and actually reduce some of the individuals that they have filtering through this information and utilize them for other key core tasks within their business so for all there's, there's a number of benefits across risk and, and operational efficiencies
0: yeah i mean it makes perfect sense for the banks that if anything any any um, manual processes that they can get rid of um, makes perfect sense, and I can see that they would save a lot of money by doing that. So it makes perfect sense that they would they would be happy to pay for that service. How does the um, what's the incentive for the like you t- said you that you've been working with Frontier Software for eighteen months? How does what's the incentive for Frontier Software to to open up their data and share that with you in order for you to share it with the banks?
1: So what we do with Frontier Software is we enable the service uh, or we enable their customers to, to opt in for the service. So that's how we work with Frontier Software and Tumblr, um, the two names that we mentioned. So they get to add it to their portfolio and offerings so they can go out to their customers and say, partnering with, with Equifax to enable this service for you. Here's some information. Let us know if you'd activate it. So again, it's that, Additional suite of security solutions that they can provide to their customers. So it's that innovation and security. Um, So it's not a case of them opening their black book and sharing all of the information. It's about providing it and their customers choosing to have it activated at no cost through their payroll systems that they've got set up. And then also benefiting from the additional layers of security, both. What they've got with Frontier Software, but naturally, what the um, the solution brings through Aquifax and the security solution.
0: Yeah, great. And so it, the start. Um, um, I'm assuming that the data, and I'm only asking this because this is the questions that payroll managers will, will want to. Oh yeah, ask, sure, we'll, <laughs> ask you? Does the data stay? Let's just just continue to use Frontier Software. But I'm I'm going to ask you if you work with other payroll companies. But um, does the data stay in the payroll? Does it go to a third? Kind of party, sort of uh, warehousing facility, or is it? Are you just accessing it through an API every time that um, the banks need to call on that employee data? Like, so for example, if I give permission to the bank to access my data through the payroll system, are you is is your verification exchange just accessing that data as required, uh, as requested, and as authorized, or are you actually moving whole sets of data into some other third-party data warehouse?
1: So we only provide data when it is requested with consent and we validated who is requesting the information. Mm -hmm. Um, so data just isn't moved around willy nilly and it's always in a controlled, um, encrypted fashion. Um, I should also point out that everything to do with the verification exchange, um, people, processes, procedures, security, um, despite the accent me, um, is all Australian mm-hmm. and all Australian based. Um, so it never leaves Australian shores. Um, okay. And we make sure that that consent is in place. Um, and prior to bringing it to the Australian market, we really invested a significant period of time to make sure that it, it stands up to the Australian privacy principles and the requirements of those that protect this data um, to make sure that it can be used with confidence um, and make sure that um, you know it's got those security protocols that I think anyone in the payroll industry that is close to data would expect. So your ISO 27001, mm-hmm. your SOC 2, type 1, certifications. Okay. So, um
0: And I should ask as well, because a lot of employers in Australia will have Europeans on their payroll, I'm assuming it's all GDPR compliant also?
1: So this particular solution is for um, those employed in Australia. Um, The GDPR model obviously is a consent-based model, um, as is verification exchange. We do have an equivalent service in the UK um, of the verification exchange, particularly for um, the UK wow. and the European Union and that is GDPR compliant so okay, specifically cool. aligned to that but we operate in theory the, the same model.
0: Okay cool and so how many payroll companies are you working with so far? I'm just trying to get a feel as to how available this verification exchange is in <laughs> at the
1: moment. Sure, I am restricted to go beyond the names that we. No,
0: no, I'm not I'm, not. I'm not. I'm not, expe- I'm not asking you to breach any confidentiality <laughs> yeah, sure. arrangements.
1: But in terms of, of reach, I think it's it's really valid because, um, you know, we, we've been out there as I mentioned probably about two years now, and it's really been about educating the market on both sides, both the financial um, community and also employers, and building up both awareness of the gap and a way to to understand how this product meets it. So to date, we support 3.6 million Australians through the verification exchange solution. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're answering about one in four financial queries um, that come through. Now it's also um, key to note that the average Australian in a 12 month period will go for multiple different types of finance sometimes payroll will see the requests coming through other times not because someone may be self-serving but self-serving in an insecure way um, so the need for a service like this is only ever going to grow and particularly because we don't know why people need finance or their reason for it but we live in a world where we want things now <laughs> and there's you know pay now, um, buy now, pay later. There's there's lots of different things that are out there in the market already, or more coming. Um, that means that this is only going to increase. In right. addition to that, we support over twenty one thousand um, Australian employers already right. directly okay. well. through the Verification Exchange. So we've got a pretty um, aggressive growth growth target to get closer and closer to that fifty percent mark. <laughs> Wow, so uh, so that twenty one thousand employers paying three point six million Australians. So um, complete mix bag. So we've got employees doing it directly, others through our partners. So as we mentioned, got Tampa it, Frontier, got it, that got they've it, got it. signed up to the service.
0: Got it. Okay, so an employer can come with you directly, and okay, that yeah, makes, yeah, that makes yeah, sense.
1: absolutely. We've okay, got our partnerships to make it easier, so it can yep. just be activated, or we can set it up directly with them and their payroll partner of their choosing
0: perfect so if I don't if you don't happen you don't have to be working with my payroll solution I can still come to you and, and have a conversation
1: oh my gosh absolutely it's um really glad we sorted looking. that out <laughs> <laughs> yeah no anyone and everyone um got um, it we... got it got it makes perfect sense <laughs> good
0: well look, I think that's really it's a you've you've given me an awful lot of food for thought I've got more I've, I've been writing making notes and um I've probably got some some <laughs> follow-up questions myself but um Thank you for thank you, Sarah, for um, that education on you know verification exchange, what Equifax does, how it all works, and look, I'm a, I'm a big fan of anything that can get uh, that can that can um, automate paper-based or manual processes. So um, I wish you and the team at Equifax well in uh, in getting to that 50% uh, oh, of Australian Oh, well,
1: thank employers. you. Um, I also, if I can add, just one final bit as well. Obviously, I'm a fan of the product, <laughs> as you can hear. Um, but we also went out to market recently, specifically um, to speak with the Australian Business Awards and put mm-hmm. forward the verification exchange solution and obviously had it rated and reviewed against many other products um, and we one in three categories so wow. um, specifically the verification exchange is a 2022 winner for HR innovation, mm-hmm. process innovation and new product innovation. So I guess that's rubber stamping and, and kind of boosting us forward that we are doing something that really is contributing that it is innovative but our pathway forward on, on the value we're adding is clear and ready to be used by the anyone who wants to.
0: Yeah, great. Well, look, I'll put your contact details on, on our website. So anyone who wants to um, get in touch uh, directly, or what if someone just listens to this now um, and, and just wants to get in touch directly, what, what is the best way to do that?
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Gosh, anytime. Um, you can contact me via email. So um, Sarah with a H dot Morehouse. So that's M-O-O-R-H-O-U-S-E at equifax.com or go to the equifax verification exchange website you'll see details on there as well but more than happy for people to come directly to me
0: great i'll I'll put those links in the in the show notes but um in the meantime thank you for your time again and i really look forward to seeing um you know seeing you working with uh, more and more australian employers in the future thanks tracy Hi, this is Tracy. I hope you enjoyed that last episode of Talking Payroll. If you've got any comments or questions, please email them to us at podcast at ostpayroll.com.au. And look, if there's anyone that you'd love to hear on this podcast or someone that you think that I just have to interview, and maybe that's even you, uh, please please let us know by emailing podcast at ostpayroll.com.au. That's podcast at austpayroll.com.au. I'm really looking forward to having you listen again next time I'm Talking Payroll.